You are officially canceled. You are officially canceled, Ralph William. You are canceled. You take your liberal ass to the doctor and get a fucking vaccination so you don't have COVID anymore, you asshole. But we love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs>thank you very much this is yours truly ralph william here coffee with rw on this fine fine morning at the time of this recording if you want to follow me on twitter go to twitter and look for at the ralph william follow my internet radio station as well wesn radio on twitter don't be shy and uh come and check us out and give us a review and all that good stuff you can find my internet radio station on your Google Play Store when you search W-ESN, Epic Strategies Network. You can find it. Take us with you wherever you go. Or you can go to EpicStrategiesNetwork.com, EpicStrategiesNetwork.com, and uh, you can see our station there, DJs, affiliate links, showtimes, you know, scheduling, things like that, news, um, uh, what do you call them things? You know, the things that everybody hates. Newsletter, sign up if you want to sign up for our new newsletter. And also, uh, if you have an Alexa device, you can say Alexa, start WESN live, and you can tune in at any time. Thank you, everybody. This is yours truly, Ralph William, and this is Coffee with RW again. I'm going to be drinking my coffee, so I hope you guys have yours too. I'm going to be taking some vitamins. Uh at the time of this sip because uh, I think it's about time. So just to let you know what I'm taking, I'm taking some ashwagandha. I'm taking some quercetin. I'm taking some vitamin D3 and some, what's the other one? Zinc and, uh, and vitamin, yeah, zinc, zinc, vitamin C, quercetin, vitamin D3 and ashwagandha. So there you go. Here we go. We're going to gobble it up now. Okay. Now for the official sip. If you have your coffee mugs, your travel mugs, your sippy cups, your doggy bowls, if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that, then go ahead and do so. And join me in this sip of cafecito. Mm. Yes. So this morning I'm having... I'm having a, uh, you know, the regular Folgers uh, coffee with silk almond milk, um, sweet and creamy flavor with some uh, pumpkin spice and cinnamon in the coffee. And, hey, I like it. Who says you have to stop having pumpkin spice because the holidays are over? I think not. I think not. 
Oh man, so look who's uh so 4D is in the chat, bro. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen you in a cow's age. How are you, sir? I hope you're doing well. Ahoy, happy new year. Hello, 4D. It's nice to see you back in these parts. I hope you're doing well. For those of you that are new to this podcast, I uh, broadcast my show on a on an application called the Pod Bean, P O D B E A N. I'm not the only one that does live shows. The application called Podbeam hosts a live section where a lot of people can do live podcasts and people like yourself can come in and comment, chat, call in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's a perfect platform for those of you that want to start or dabble in podcasting and just want to get your feet wet, download the Podbean app. That way you can join us in the chat. Search for yours truly, the Ralph William Podcast. Hit that follow button. That way when I go live, you'll get a notification and you can come and join me. That way when you come into the chat, I can acknowledge you like 4D. Well, his name is DDD. Hold on. DDDD. That is his name. So I'm acknowledging him at the moment. Uh, so, uh, and he says in the, in the chat, still not spinning. What do you mean still not spinning? I don't know what you mean. No. If you mean me DJing, I'm always DJing, my friend. Uh, you guys can catch me sometimes on the Podbean app or on my internet station, uh, spinning it up with some music. So be on the lookout for that. Anyway, so join the Podbean app. Come and follow me and uh, a lot of other people here on the app. And uh, that way you can join us live and uh, you can comment with like-minded individuals and, uh, you know, possibly get um, get uh, be able to speak with me on air. Speaking of being on air, uh, I want to acknowledge that uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon, you can join us. Uh, help support the station, and there are several tiers available to you uh, where one of them is you can, if you would like, uh, be on the panel for the live podcast or if you want to be featured on the station or have a slot on the station, that is available to you. Excuse me. So go to patreon.com forward slash WESN radio. <clears throat> All right, let us let us get with through shenanigans because I am uh, I'm cutting through the mud here. So anyway, things that I want to discuss today is you know of course I try to find things that are uh, hello Dean, I think that's what he says his name is Dean. Things that I like to go through is certain little quick news feeds that gives me a great broad understanding of what's going on in the world. Now, one of the things that I do want to discuss is, of course, if you guys checked my latest podcast, we discussed about um, <clears throat> how the the difference between collectivism and individualism. And just to touch upon it, 
you know, it seems like they want everybody in the world to have this collective, collectivistic, I don't even, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, type of mind. And, and to be honest with you, it, it could be a good thing, right? It could be a good thing. Um, cause I really wanted to try and, um, I do believe in helping the economy, uh, not the economy, the environment. You know, you have to, at least locally, right? Like nobody wants to live in filth. And um, I don't want to be going to the beach or to a lake where there's so much pollution, right? So in that sense, I want that to be taken care of. And it seems like now they're trying to integrate uh having a more collectivist mind uh into into economy you know in this clip that i'm going to be playing you know the the past way of thinking about things is uh the economy that we should be running towards is a growth uh, from what they say growth at any cost type of economy trying to uh, make money and have profit uh, because uh, it is the, according to, I believe in the several books that I've uh, listened to, uh, uh, Milton Friedman, I think, uh, he stated that uh, those, uh, that type of economy is, is, is the basis of freedom. Because when you have a collectivism or a socialist type of economy, uh, everybody, there, there's going to be people that miss out and everybody gets crap or the scraps of uh, resources. Whereas a growth-filled economy, uh, you're able to pick and choose and, and be free in what you want as a consumer, right? Is whoever has the best... Uh, product for the buck out there. Now, of course, you have to uh, uh, accommodate for the amount of money you have, but in that sense, you are the freest because you get to choose whichever one you want. So, uh, this clip that I have here, apparently, there's some other, there's some people out there, some professionals that have came up with a new type of economic theory. And from my understanding, the economic theory is that it's more of a secular, not secular, like circular, not secular meaning religion, but circular in terms of uh, the concept of, of economy where you have to try and be balanced across the board with an emphasis on the environment and a global global type of thinking so but here's a clip that i have here i hope uh, i hope this is the right one hold on one of the world's most important living economists designed a new economic model to guide humanity's transition from extractive capitalism to a more sustainable future the model is called donut economics and it provides a map for how to establish a better relationship between the economy and the planet the donut is a revolutionary theory for economics let me explain 
For the last few centuries, dominant economic theory has prioritized growth over everything else. And they've done a pretty good job of accomplishing their goal. But now we need something more like the donut because this growth at all costs mindset has put people and the planet into a state of crisis. We know that because the Earth's ability to sustain the size of our economy is starting to break down. And despite all the growth, we've failed to meet the basic needs of millions of people living in poverty. What's so special about the donut is that it recognizes that the economy is part of the broader ecological system of the Earth, which means there are limits to how much growth our planet can actually sustain. The outer edges of the donut represent the ecological limits of our planet, including climate change, the amount of fresh water we have, chemical pollution, things like that. And the inner boundary of the donut represents the threshold for a thriving, healthy society, which means everyone has enough food, education, income, housing. With this model, the goal of the economy becomes keeping humanity in the green zone of the donut. Because if we're in here, that means we're meeting the basic needs of all humans without overshooting the ecological limits of our planet. And what's extra cool about this is it's starting to catch on. Big cities like Amsterdam have started to implement donut economics and more cities are following along, which gives me a lot of hope. There's a lot more to say about this, and I'm planning a longer video on the site where long videos go. So I'm going to be uh, looking on on this uh, individual and and get to know more about this donut economics, which is, is you know, in this broad uh, explanation, it seems interesting. The problem that I have with that is that he mentions it, so it he mentions it as a solution to people's scarcity uh, in their resources. So if that's the case, I we usually try to say that in California, it is a it is the model of what uh, I believe they want the rest of the world, uh, the rest of the United States to follow, and probably even the world, right? So with my with that being the model, then why, if this is going to be implemented, why is there just so much poverty and uh, homelessness in the, that area, right? And it can be because of the weather, because it's the same case uh, for cities in the East Coast like New York. So it is very hard to figure out how to implement resources to a community that uh it either you can you can debate all you want if it was um if it is through in individualism that they can't get themselves out of uh poverty or you can blame it on the system but uh, like i said if you're using california as the model uh they like to implement a lot of social um social assistance uh, over there. So if they've been doing it, then why hasn't it been working? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have heard, uh, a lot of podcasters, one in particular, uh, who says that he likes to implement the money ball theory, uh, where they said, if he's a good hitter, then why doesn't he hit good? So if, if we're saying if the policy works, why isn't the policy working? Uh, DDD in the chat says global warming is a scam. Uh, <laughs> laughing my off. Yes, of course. So what's going on, Lou Rock? So that is the that is the issue that I have with uh, implementing this kind of economics. Donut economics. It sounds good in theory. It, it does sound good in theory. It's just the implementation. If you if you hold and that I'm sure I'm sure 
that they're using that to implement these ESG. I don't know if I'm using that uh, correctly, but ESG companies or formats, ESG meaning uh, they want to have every company uh, use, uh, you know, environmental and social, uh, I guess you can say score to uh, to run their business. So I guess for an example, if you are not meeting with uh, certain emissions or certain type of uh, environmental requirements, uh, you may not get all of the assistance for the company or you got a bad score for the company. <clears throat> I'm sure that they, they're uh, acquiring like e ESG ETFs, right, for the stock market, if, if I'm explaining that correctly, ESG for the stock markets. But I do want to recommend. I do want to say this in terms of the environment. Now uh, we've seen a lot of, um, we've seen a lot of uh, talks about New York and its rat problems. Now this is not new. This they always had rat problems, uh, and it's just ginormous the amount of rats that they have there. <laughs> um, and to its credit, uh, the the gentleman by the name of Adams who is uh, taking care of that city. Um, he is uh, implementing, and I saw a video of this, of these type of containers where people can throw in their garbage. Instead of back in the day, you would see garbage bags, mountains of garbage bags out in the streets so that these rats can get at it. You know, of course you're going to have more rats. But I've seen videos of them implementing these large green containers, kind of like waste management containers, which I don't understand why they haven't done this to begin with. But uh, I guess you can chalk it up to money, uh, you know, uh, income that they haven't been getting for their uh, for their state. But now that they have it, uh, they're going to be using it a lot more. And I think that's a good idea. Like that, I, those type of things, I have no problem with, and it's very smart. These big green containers, uh, where where you see at least like four or five containers down a block, a city block, and uh, everybody can just toss in their garbage in there, and it's enclosed so the rats can't get in, and it's so and it supposedly helps uh, their rat problem. The only thing that I, I the only thing that might be an issue is parking, right? With all these large containers on a block, you know, you won't be able to have enough parking on the block. But then again, who needs parking in the city? If you're living in the city, you need to be taking, you know, public transportation or walking. Lou Rock says, just let some cats loose. Yeah, apparently. That is some of the things that you can uh, that you can do. I want to say hello to new people in the chat by the name of Jesus Saves. Hello, Jesus Saves. Thank you very much, Shelby, in the chat. Thank you very much for joining. And uh, some no-name individuals in the chat, thank you very much for joining. Uh, Superman, oops, Superman style, what? Superman? 
hold on superman style around the city uh yeah if you mean the rats or just to clean up yeah that might be a good thing uh let me take another sip of my coffee delicious delicious who like i said pumpkin spice and cinnamon is the best thing for you <clears throat> right now i'm gonna have me a chewable i don't know how this is gonna translate on the podcast but i'm gonna be having my zinc with vitamin c chewable so this is just a way for me to fight the uh, fight the sickness uh not that i ha- i have any uh but you never know you got to try and be um be precautious be healthy with a lot of people being sick out there hello mama bear tracy i hope you're doing well good morning so moving on i gotta check out yeah this is not i should have not done this this is not going to sound good in audio but we got to move on so the next clip that i have here um what do i have here let me see what clip this is this african is oh so in moving on with uh working on the environment uh there is a lot of innovation happening and i came across this one individual uh, who who is an african uh who invented a lot of good technology and the problem with inventing good technology is that if the government or people with money don't have their hands in it uh they don't want you to make it they don't want you to have it right because they want to profit from it but here's a gentleman from africa zimbabwe i believe who uh, has invented a lot of good technology and this is why i was saying in my previous episode if they really wanted to do well for the environment and the world it shouldn't matter who comes up with the technology make the world a better place but of course uh you can never get around uh capitalist greed right as much as i believe capitalism is a little more superior than socialism you still can't get around those individuals that use capitalism for their own gains but i digress here we go this whoops this african is doing amazing things he invented an electric car that can run without a battery and without recharging a television set that works perfectly without power and a helicopter that flies without fuel maxwell chikambutso a zimbabwean has shown that his genius can weaken the economies of the superpowers to the benefit of africa he has three assassination attempts to his credit he invented a technology to turn radio frequencies into electricity he applied for a patent for his work but was repeatedly denied the reason given is that he deviated from the laws of physics subscribe this so this gentleman excuse me i shouldn't have uh picked that chewable so this is bad radio so this individual from zimbabwe is able to create a helicopter that can fly without fuel how crazy is that a tv that doesn't need any power who wouldn't want that and they won't give him a patent you know 
They won't they won't make it available. And this is guy from Africa. And they want Africa, uh, they want to take over Africa to for their resources and to expand the agenda. Spit it out then, Ralph. <laughs> yes, Mama Bear Tracy. I get it. So, okay, I'm almost done. Good. So this gentleman, um, unfortunately, you're you're uh, you're damned if you come up with something great, right? And you're damned if you don't. <clears throat> so they can spout out all this stuff about it's all for the sake of the environment, but it really isn't. As long as they have control of the technology, then uh, they don't want to let you have it. <clears throat> uh, for the second time, what do you mean, uh, Lou Rock? I don't know what you mean. Uh, let me see if I'm just uh, scrolling really quick in the chat. Mr. Ford, uh, 4D says the world uh, the world economy is being uh, collapsed on purpose, which uh, we, we spoke about that before. Uh, world Economic Forum, the the great reset, uh, they will well, I'm sorry. They tell you what they are going to do. Cashless uh, society, etc. Yes, we've uh, discussed that before, and uh, you are correct. That is exactly what they want. Uh, in some cases, it sounds like a good idea. Technically, when was the last time uh, we've all used cash? Just to just to just to throw that out there. When was the last time we've all used? Paper money, coin money. You know, I'm pretty sure it's been a long time since we have. Maybe, maybe in some cases, if you're taking public transportation, which is weird, because if they're trying to get rid of it, but yet, you know, public transportation. You know, I don't, I don't know if they've ever. It's been a while since I took in public transportation, but I don't know if they implemented an easier way to pay for a ride uh, other than throwing some coins or a dollar, you know, in the bus, right? Or I know on the train in New York, you can. 4D says, uh, re, uh, excuse me, uh, research, research flatearth101.com. Uh, it will all make sense. I mean, sure, flat earth, that's, that's a whole nother thing. And uh, I don't, I don't uh, really quite understand the flat Earth concept, but uh, that doesn't mean I won't let people talk about it. Uh, you do you, boo. But uh, those are the things that <clears throat> that uh, kind of makes no sense. And there's and there is a convention. I don't know if it's going on now or it's already it's already happening. But the Davos. Um, <clears throat> The Davos uh, in Davos, they have a com uh, a convention right now where all everybody from the World Health Organization and uh, everybody from around the world is there. And of course, uh, you know, you had your Elon Musk uh, talking smack about all of them, but they're there now, 
or they were there discussing what exactly they want to do uh, for everybody else around the world, right? They want to make sure that uh, they have control of all the resources before they make that switch because they can't have uh, common individuals with the technology or the uh, the thought of doing it, right? So uh, let's move on. Let's move on to see what I have here. But uh, before we get there, this is a good time to do it. Uh, let's take a short commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ralph William from the Ralph William Podcast. I want to invite you all to join our Patreon, WESN. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash WESN radio. That is our internet radio station that I have up and running. And I want to invite you all to get a little more intimate with yours truly and the OGs at WESN radio. So you're going to get extra content, one extra bonus podcast recording every week. And it's not something that you're going to find on other platforms or at the station. It is more of a relaxed, no holds barred, unfiltered version of yours truly and the OGs of WESN radio. So we want you to come on over, be a Patreon, help support the station. You'll get extra content depending on the tier that you get. more bang for your buck so go to patreon.com forward slash wesn radio and be a patron today having conversations about society one cup at a time coffee with rw pour yourself a cup and join us You know what? You're never gonna be everybody's cup of tea, Amora. But that's okay. Cause you're somebody's shot of espresso. Right now. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Age Mad, how are you? Hope you're doing well. So, the World Economic Forum, man. They're they're doing their thing to uh, make sure you have no bling bling, blingity bling bling. All right, so let's see what else I got here to move on the conversation. Thank you everybody for tuning in. <clears throat> let's see. So, uh, Age Mad, if I'm not mistaken, you are from New Zealand, is that correct? Age Mad, Age Mad is someone that just joined us in the chat on the Podbean app. Yes, okay. So I got something here. I don't know if you're familiar with it or maybe you don't even care. But uh, of this article of your of the prime minister uh, not running for re-election and leaving. I wonder if that's uh, significant to you. Hold on. Let me see. What's up? Let me see if I can find that article. Eh, here we go. Let me know. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern one of the best known and longest faces of the globalist menace that steamrolled all personal rights and liberties during the period of world history known as COVID fascism while arresting countless nonconformists just so she could impose universal lockdowns and to enable the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna to become stinking rich, said she would step down by February 7th after more than five years as leader because she lacks the energy to do the job ahead of an election later this year. 
I believe that leading a country is the most privileged job anyone could ever have, but also one of the more challenging, a tearful Ardern said. You cannot and should not do it unless you have a full tank, plus a bit in reserve for those unexpected challenges. I know what this job takes, and I know that I no longer have enough in the tank to do it justice, the now former Prime Minister said, but I absolutely believe and know there are others around me who do. And so today I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election. And that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. She added, this has been the most fulfilling five and a half years of my life. I am leaving because with such a privileged job comes a big responsibility. Opinion polls have shown Ardern center-left Labour Party trailing the opposition National Party, although her own standing with voters was higher than other political leaders. Results of one survey released last month by One News Cantar showed support for Labour had fallen to 33%, 41% around a year earlier. National topped that poll with 38%. Translation, some huge scandal is about to emerge. She some huge scandal is about to emerge. Maybe that's why she's uh, stepping down or not continuing. Age Mad said, uh, I am so glad uh, Hasin, ha, Hasinda, I think that's how you say it in her name, Hasinda is leaving. And this is coming from someone from New Zealand. It would be nice for you to, uh, you know, add a little more to that, but I understand the sentiment. So apparently she's going to be stepping down. And, th and this is what uh, I find interesting because about a year ago, you know, I came across a video of some, uh, I'm not sure, some people, uh, some individual talking about how all of this thing is a stage and you're going to have your players, you know, the evil players and all that stuff. And then slowly, slowly, uh, after a certain amount of years or months, whatever, you're going to start seeing a lot of the players changing, a lot of the actors changing. They're taking them out. And this is kind of like what's going on. We've seen, uh, we've seen already a change in uh, politics in the United States with the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, not seeking re-election, and then we getting a new player in there, which is uh, McCarthy. So a lot of the things are, are switching out, right? Like I, like I said in the previous episode, <clears throat> that, that pendulum is swinging the other way. So uh, whereas the one side of society, you know, kind of had their way for about two years, three years, four years or whatever, four years, uh, the pendulum swings the other way and uh, everything is going to be uh, switched out. People, uh, kind of some a uh, little bit of normal normalcy might kick in, right? Might be a little get might get a little bit normal again. Who knows? Right in time for the next election, which is usually uh, how they like to work things. Uh, Age Matt says now she's now she's. She is going to marry her drug dealer boyfriend. Wow. Okay. So you guys know a lot about what she is uh, doing. She has a drug dealer boyfriend. Well, she sure knows how to pick them. 
Well, I mean, maybe it's uh, maybe it's true love, right? You never know. Maybe it might change his ways, or maybe he uh, he works for Ukraine. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, a lot of the players are getting switched out. So it might be switching to the other side, and uh, a lot of things are going to be uh, unraveling and changing out. So. Uh, let me play just a, a quick uh, video or audio of this gentleman on TikTok that likes to sum up what's uh, been going on in the news in the world, which I like to do just to <clears throat> get it out there just in case people, you know, either are not able to pay attention or they don't know. But uh, here we go. And of course, you can find this African is doing amazing. Whoops, that's not it. Uh, you guys can find this uh, on the description box of, of the podcast. So, What's up, TikTok? It is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023, and it's time for Not Political News. First up, we have big COVID news out of the Big Apple tonight as a Supreme Court judge in the state has ruled that the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers is null and void. The landmark judicial ruling found that the Commissioner of Health for New York State, Governor Kathy Hochul, and the New York State Department of Health overstepped their authority when they mandated COVID-19 vaccines for healthcare workers. The ruling came down on Friday from Judge Gerard Neri, who sided with medical professionals for informed consent, a group of medical workers who filed the case in 2022. The ruling also appeared to be a formal acknowledgement that the COVID-19 shots do not prevent transmission of COVID-19. In part, the ruling read, in true Orwellian fashion, the respondents acknowledge then-current COVID-19 shots do not prevent transmission. Stephen M. Cohen, a litigation chair with the Hogan Willing Law Firm, said that this ruling will without a doubt be appealed, and the New York State Department of Health has already said that they disagree strongly with the judge's decision. Clarifying the judge's position, Mr. Cohen said, quote, What his honor did is he said, look, whether you want to take the vaccine or not, that's up to you but it's not up to the executive branch of government. In other news, many Bank of America customers were outraged after money just up and vanished from their accounts. As for Bank of America, they said that a number of transactions associated with Zelle had been delayed and they would have more information when it became available. Meanwhile, we have some bizarre news out of cyberspace as the company Meta had an advisory board advise them that they should lift the ban on bare breasts. The advisory board is suggesting that the current ban on showing bare breasts on Facebook and Instagram amounts to discrimination against gender-fluid individuals. Yeah, just, you know, delete your account, man. I did. I don't regret it. We got TikTok. But of course, not everyone's happy with TikTok. The University of Texas has recently blocked its students from accessing the popular social media app while on campus. The move comes after Texas Governor Greg Abbott recently banned the app from being used on government devices. And we have a crazy story from a South Carolina Walmart as a crazed man drew a knife and threatened to stab shoppers if he didn't get $20. Then a U.S. Army veteran that was nearby decided to wallop him over the head with a pipe. A number of Good Samaritans then stepped in, disarmed the man, and held him until police arrived. The video has since gone viral. Meanwhile, another service member recently got a raw deal in court after netting only a little bit less than $4,000 in a million-dollar lawsuit against the local police department. This after video from the police body cam showed him being unjustifiably attacked and pepper sprayed by police. As you could see, the man was even in uniform at the time. Talk about a nice fat thank you for your service. Terrible. 
Well, yeah, man. This, you see a lot of both sides to a lot of stories, man. It's a damn shame how uh, one service uh, veteran helped everybody right <laughs> at a Walmart, and uh, how another one is being uh, treated. You know, well, I don't know the context of the story, but we should be a little more. Uh, uh, we should treat our our veterans no matter what a little bit a little bit better a little bit better but that's your uh, wednesday wrap up news pretty much uh, i hope everyone enjoyed that and i want to see that video of uh this walmart guy that seems pretty interesting um uh, I, I kind of fell asleep yesterday so kind of missed the the whole news cycle it happens it happens all right, so now continuing on so we can end this uh, series, this seriousness anyway. Uh, talking about me, switch, or not me, but talking about the pendulum swinging from one side to the next. There's this uh, individual that has a, a, a video discussing how uh, the Matrix, <laughs> the Matrix is unraveling, at least your, the reality of the world right now. And he goes into detail about the viral uh, gentleman, Andrew Tate. A lot of people, whether you know much about him or you don't, uh, I'm sure a lot of mostly male, uh, you know, adolescents or maybe even the older crowd uh, probably have shared a lot of his videos. But he was arrested a few, maybe like a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that. And of course, there's some protests uh, to have him released. I don't, I don't know the whole thing behind it. Some people are saying that um, he was involved in some type of human trafficking, which uh, who, who knows, you know. But uh, you can't deny his influence in a lot of uh, young adults. Whether you have a problem, well, it, well, you'll hear this individual. Some of people, some people might be upset because of his. Uh, some people might consider he has misogynistic views, right? But uh, I think, at least for the most part, he might have some, um, I, you know, he, he might be right in some things, man, a lot of things. Hello, Light Bright. Good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Texas. Aloha, y'all. <clears throat> Here we go. Is it just me or does anyone else get the feeling that the matrix is starting to malfunction? What do I mean by the matrix? A simulation, this fabric of unreality that the establishment is desperately trying to hold in place. And although for now it may be a small rip, it feels like that fabric is starting to tear apart. A lot of this centers around the plight of Andrew Tate. They tried to cancel him, they banned him on every platform. They arrested him, they threw him in prison without charge. And yet his rhetoric, his message just keeps getting louder and louder the more they persecute him. Love him or hate him, Tate's ideas are like a virus. They can take him out at the source, but his ideas have infected millions, potentially hundreds of millions of young people. The virus has already infected the mainframe. You've got an army of Gen Z kids uploading his content every minute of every day. And apparently in the UK, young lads are just walking up to complete strangers in public and telling them, the Matrix wasn't a movie, 
It was a documentary. When I talk about the Matrix, I'm talking about the systems which have been created by society, which are deliberately designed to enslave. Tate fanboys are flash mobbing in the street, demanding his release. The dude's a global phenomenon, whether you like it or not. And every time the regime tries to strike him down, he only grows bigger. Even if you vehemently disagree with his views about women and relationships. Even if you think he's guilty of what they're accusing him of. The establishment's beef with Andrew Tate has nothing whatsoever to do with that. You really think at the highest levels they give a shit about Andrew Tate's misogyny, his treatment of women? Or do you think they're more concerned about him skewering the military-industrial complex? Joining the Marines in the USA, what do you think? I think you're a fool. You're a fool. You're gonna go die for what? Biden? I'm trying to protect American freedom. Yeah, you're gonna protect the freedom of those people in Nebraska by going over to Yemen and bombing some 13-year-old farmers. Great job. Stupid. You ain't protecting nothing but profits for companies that don't care about you. They'll force you to take injections which you don't even want. You're a fool to defend any of these globalist systems. About his take on the New World Order surveillance state. The New World Order is basically just controlling people and knowing everything about everyone. And that's your phone. About How many millions of young people he's influencing with all that talk. You have someone with that kind of global superstardom celebrity reach, talking about those kind of issues on a regular basis. Of course the regime's gonna try to take him down. Interesting thing is though, they seem to be failing. It seems to be backfiring. The Matrix is malfunctioning. Every single thing that exists out there inside of the Matrix is done so with a purpose. The entire education system of the United Kingdom is currently gridlocked with panic about the influence Tate is having on teenage boys. Uh, you've heard of uh, hate speech. Well, Tate speech is spreading a toxic cloud through schools. Every class you learn in school, all of them are created to keep your mind inside of a box. Because by keeping you inside of a box, they can keep you broke. And when they keep you broke, you must adhere to society's rules and laws, even if you know they're unfair, so you have enough money to eat. This is how they control you. But the more teachers try to re-educate the kids, the more they just rebel against the programming. The education system was already failing young men long before Andrew Tate arrived on the scene. To blame him is a craven cop-out. And that's the point. These institutions are quick to pass judgment on Tate, but none of them have the credibility to do so. Big Tech claims it has the moral high ground to censor Tate in the name of combating hate and misinformation. Yet as the Twitter files clearly show, under the contrived justification of combating hate and misinformation, Big Tech has spent years censoring perfectly legitimate information to sway the outcome of elections and facilitate cover-ups, especially in regards to the pandemic. The government claims that Tate's vile misogyny is a threat to women, while they simultaneously pass laws at the behest of the trans lobby to silence and erase women. Tate gets arrested without him being charged with anything and is immediately subject to trial by media. Yet what right does the media have to conduct a trial of anyone? There's a reason trust in media remains at a historic low. There's a reason mainstream media outlets are hemorrhaging viewers and going bust across the board. And it isn't because they've been truthful and honest. It and it's the truth. Nobody really trusts the media out there. And I guess this is my shameless uh, attempt to uh, plug mine. So if you want to join or listen to uh, my internet station, uh, you can download our mobile app, W-ESN, the Epic Strategies Network, on your Google Play Store. And uh, maybe you might catch a little bit of some entertaining individuals, hosts, uh, content on the station. So, 
You can uh, download the mobile app or you can ask your Alexa to start WESN live and uh, you can tune in at any time. Yeah. So Andrew Tate, it's, uh, it's shenanigans, man. I think, uh, you know, that whole, well, a lot of people use this theory, the, the Barbara Streisand theory, like when you try to silence something, the more, the more it's amplified. So it could be their attempt to make sure people pay attention to what Andrew Tate says more, right? Because either they want to have divide or they want to have everybody hate the system of in some way, right? I've always thought of the same thing back in the day, like, oh, man, the, uh, the, the system is always set out against you. You know, uh, there's really not uh, a cookie-cutter way of doing things. You're always going to be uh, hit with a lot of adversity and things like that. And the only way to really get ahead in the system is to work around it or, or not to play by the rules, right? And apparently Andrew Tate is saying the same thing. <clears throat> he does have a point, though, with the whole military thing. Like, I've always... Like and and you and you've heard it live just a few moments ago when I talked about the veterans. Like we don't treat them as well as we should. And he has a point by just saying, "Why do you want to be joining? The, why do you want to join the military? They're just going to take advantage of you, and you're fighting some war in another country that has nothing to do with here, the United States, or you as an individual." And uh, and just with the proof that I said, you come home and you're not going to get any type of assistance or help from the very government that you're supposedly fighting for, right? So he does have a point in that sense. So you can't be can't really hate on that. And uh, if that's true, then there's a lot of other things that might uh, might be true as well, man. It's just a shame that we have to go through these measures. Uh, to find out, you know, to know these things. So despite what you might think about him and, you know, what he says about men and women and their roles and things like that, uh, the but there are some legitimate things that people, and even young individuals, right, Gen C or Gen Z, your young kids out there, you know, pay attention to some of these uh, people because, you're definitely not going to get the right information uh, in your classroom, you know, or even sometimes your parents, you know, you, you just got to work around certain things. Of course, uh, be law abiding, right? Don't hurt your fellow man or woman, you know, don't be a complete prick, but, um, don't get uh, don't get caught up in the illusion that you that you have a fighting chance. <laughs> you have to uh, you have to try and uh, make your own uh, opportunity, make your own way. So, thank you everybody for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you and your time. Remember, as I always like to say, stay humble, stay hungry, and you'll always be blessed. Peace. <laughs>